0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com slash NPR.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Jonathan Colton from Ask Me Another. I am just about to call your favorite host and mine, Ophira Eisenberg. See if she's around. Do a show.
2: Hello. Hi, Ophira. How are you? Pretty good. It was just my kid's fifth birthday party. Oh, happy
1: happy birthday.
2: Thank you. And you know what? I got really into, you know, what can we do during this time to have a little birthday thing? <laughs> um, so I decided upon the outdoor, go to a playground, an outdoor right. playground, go to an outdoor park. And it was going to be very low key, but I still decided on one fancy thing. That a five year old wouldn't appreciate. But to me, it was, to quote Simon Doonan, a way to judge it up. Oh, yeah. I sure. bought expensive cupcakes. I, I called up a bakery and said, I want superhero cupcakes. Nice. All different superheroes, because he loves superheroes. Yeah. Give me a bunch of fancy cupcakes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I was just trying to create as much as I could out of the little we have. Sure. So I kept thinking of ways I was, you know, at the last minute, I was like, oh, is there any sort of entertainment that would be kid friendly, that would be socially distanced? And you know what? I came up with it. Stilt Walker. I was like, (laughs) can I hire... A stilt walker, maybe they juggle. It doesn't even matter. They just have to be on stilts, six feet in the air. That is socially distanced. Like, you know, right. if you can't. They go get up- as
1: close as they want, because they're six feet in the air. Of course yeah. they're six feet away. Look at their feet.
2: That's right. Because everyone forgets six feet. Which way do you have to go? Sideways? Doesn't matter. No, you can go up. <laughs>
1: Uh so did you get a stilt walker?
2: No, I so I I was like this is brilliant and that I have a friend who actually you know works with a lot of circus performers. He gave me two numbers. I left messages for those people. Both of them booked. <laughs> Not available.
1: It's like everybody already had that idea.
2: <laughs> yeah. So no stilt walker. I was like it's just going to be a couple friends in the playground and some Fancy cupcakes. At
1: least we have these cupcakes.
2: And I think like, okay, we should get to these cupcakes. My husband had brought the cupcakes from the car. I had a cooler with some bottles of water if people wanted. Uh, and then the cupcakes were on top of that. And oh, no. uh, And he, um, I guess, didn't understand how, you know, cupcakes work. <laughs>
1: that is the, That is a criticism that you would only level against a spouse. I guess... I guess he forgot how cupcakes work. That's a classic.
2: And so I go to look at the cupcakes, and of course, they've all bounced up and down in the cooler. And they are a mess.
1: Oh, no. (laughs) There is. Do they even look like superheroes anymore?
2: I mean, they look like superheroes that have been through a battle, I guess. there there's been the superheroes have gone through a narrative arc in their yeah, journey that day it's just
1: like just like the end of the Avengers movies yeah but I I would imagine the the kids didn't care right
2: the kids are like it's cake yeah that is the redemptive part of all of this they saw me opening up a thing that had sugary confections in it as soon as like one kid ate one I was like oh, like the problem is gone as soon as you eat it
1: oh well there you go yeah.
2: I ate three myself.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Yeah. I mean, three cupcakes. I guess that's impressive. Listen, I, (laughs) to be honest, this morning I had five cupcakes and there wasn't even a birthday party happening. And actually, I am, uh, I'm just looking at my watch. I'm due for another cupcake. So I'll tell you what, why don't I do the theme and we'll get the show started. And then while you're talking, I'll eat my sixth cupcake.
2: All right. I'll move on to my fourth. (laughs) Okay.
1: Here we go. From NPR and WNYC, coming to you from our respective homes in beautiful Brooklyn, New York, it's NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Cupcakes, Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colden. Now here is your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. So, to paraphrase Justin Timberlake as Sean Parker in The Social Network, as I do, one famous person named Sarah isn't cool. You know what's cool? Two famous people named Sarah. That's right. Today we have comedian Sarah Silverman and actor Sarah Paulson. And speaking of social networks, our first two contestants are influencers with millions of followers. Okay, so let's play some games. Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion are best friends, and they're known for their videos on TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And not your average, just kind of throwaway videos. These are high-production lip-sync videos with costumes and choreographed dance moves. I mean, they're incredible. And they also host a new Spotify podcast, We Said What We Said. Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion, hello! Hi! Hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> Hello! Hello! Welcome. You know, I've been enjoying so much of all the stuff that you guys do that are visual and video. And, you know, you're so successful in a visual format. Why go to just audio? Um,
3: I think that we just really wanted to switch it up. Like, you know, yeah. we've done everything video for like yeah. all of our careers. So like, let's, Switch up and do audio.
4: Yeah, I feel like with video, there's a lot of things going on. A lot of people really sometimes don't hear the message. Um, obviously, with videos from 15 to like a minute or YouTube, like 10 minutes, is just like, you know, people just get so caught up. But with audio, it's like, yeah. you're not just hearing, you're listening. So I feel like we really wanted to just show another side of us do, for audio mm-hmm. and just talk because we talk a lot. Right. A
3: lot. A yeah, lot. You know?
2: Right. You just get to like converse like you are hanging out. Exactly. And mm-hmm.
4: that's the best.
2: You know, and you were saying, you know, the, the videos are, sort of demand a different kind of attention. And I just have to say, I am so dazzled by the production value that you bring to those with the costuming and the, <laughs> and the choreography. I mean, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs>
4: so, how much, how much time goes into everyone? No, it's not. To be honest, like, every time we press the costume, we literally do it, like, 30 minutes before. We do it so like Ricky gets to my place. I'm getting the things the day of, and I'm like, yeah. okay, Ricky, go to my place. And then we just study the choreography for, like, five to ten minutes, and then we just keep doing it and doing it until the video is perfect. Mm-hmm. That's just how it works. So it's not really, like, planned. Not at all. We're just having fun. We just fun... <laughs> We're just having fun. Well,
2: yeah, it works. It works. <laughs> uh, okay, well, let's... uh Let's get to some games. Do you want to play some games? Yes. yes love uh, games.
3: We love some games.
2: How do you feel about competition?
4: Oh, I always say I feel like there's no competition. <laughs> there's no competition. When I'm in a the room, there's no competition. Hello. <laughs> <in the> competition.
2: <laughs> Perfect. So this, this is the deal with this game. Taking a cue from movies like Battleship mm. and Clue, we have imagined what it would sound like if other tabletop games were adapted to be Movies. Oh. Mm, okay. So Jonathan and I will perform a scene, and your job is just to tell us what game it's based on. Okay. Ricky, this one is for you. Here's your okay. first one. This wooden windowless tower needs to be taller. But, sir, we're running out of material. Just take what you need from the middle and put it on the top.
1: My hand is shaking, though. The whole thing is going to fall. Oh, oh, no. Okay, I did it.
2: Uh, oh! Oh
3: my gosh! I know this game. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! Wow! Oh, ooh, I'm going blank right now. Oh my god! You guys are going blank. Oh my god! <laughs> Denzel's looking at you. <laughs> <laughs> He's to help you.
2: Does does Denzel know it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought he was talking to you because he knows it, but he doesn't. Can you describe, you
3: describe the game? Yes, it's the game, you know, you build up the little blocks mm-hmm. and yeah. if somebody pulls out of the middle. Oh, like,
4: Jenga? Yes! Yeah, Look that's right. Is oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh. It was for you, so I wasn't even listening, oh yes.
1: All right, Denzel, here is one for you. My queen, the white riders approach. Their horses are moving in some sort of L shape I've never seen before.
2: Mm. What news of the bishops?
1: They've been captured, your majesty.
2: So it's up to me. You know, I was a pawn once, but now I can travel in any direction, any distance. Their weakling of a king is really in for a reality check, mate.
4: Mm, yeah, this is Charles. Uh, yes.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> for me. Yes. You know, in the uh, film version of that, uh, Timothée Chalamet would be up for Rook. I think. Hello. <laughs> Probably. Probably. In talks. He'd be in talks. I don't know if he would accept it, but he'd be in talks. <laughs>
1: All right, and this one is, and this one is for Ricky. Oh, another hot night alone in the big city. It's nights like these you wonder if you're the only one in this crazy house of cards called life who's working with a full deck. Just when the numbers are lining up and you're getting close to the big man at the top, that's when this dame shows up. A real card, a queen, a diamond in the rough. Some nights you wonder if you're the only one playing by the rules. Some nights you wonder if you're the only one playing at all.
3: Oh my goodness, I'm so bad. Oh my god, I'm trying to think. Okay, a card game I play by myself. Uh-huh.
4: Can I say it and I get go the score? Go ahead, scoring? fine, take it. Solitaire. Solitaire, yes. that
3: is the answer. There you go.
4: Oh, What's the score again? Sorry, I'm sorry. Try to keep track. You know what, whatever. Reserve.
3: Whatever, fine. <laughs> I told
4: you. <laughs> <laughs> All
2: right, Denzel, this one's for you. Okay. Excuse me, sir. I'd like a slice of pie, but I don't have any money.
1: Hey, lady, this diner is a business, not a charity.
2: I'll make you a bet. Ask me a random trivia question about anything. And if I get it right, you give me a slice of pie.
1: All right, you're on.
2: Okay. Ooh, not sports and leisure. Not sports and leisure. Please, not sports and leisure.
4: Oh, I know this. I know this. I don't know what it's called, so I'm not going to get it. I know exactly what you're going to talk about. I'm going to give
2: you the first part of it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Trivial trivial pie no (laughs)
3: trivial Trivial day that's a much better name
2: I feel like trivial pie is like that's the kind of pie I want to eat that's a low low calorie pie that's a low calorie pie (laughs) Um, trivial pursuit oh
1: my god this one's for you Ricky Okay. doctor we have cavity Sam unidentifiable age needs several made up organs removed
2: First, we remove the spare ribs, then the butterflies in his stomach.
1: Doctor, his big red nose is lighting up.
3: <gasps> Butterfingers.
2: Come on, Ricky. I'm going to say Operation. Yeah. Yes.
3: That is correct.
2: I feel like I, I'm the youngest of six, so we had like a really, really old version, and by the time it was passed down to me, like all all half of it was missing. You know? You know, all those <laughs> tiny little pieces.
1: Yeah. It's like a box full of choking hazards, basically.
2: <laughs> I put in like a paper clip. Oh toothpick, you know, just like an eraser.
1: <laughs> Alright, Denzel, this is the last clue. It's for you. Okay. Oops. My bad.
2: Excuse me. Oh, pardon me. My apologies.
4: Oh. Oh, sorry. Yeah, that's right. You got it.
3: That was a good one. That was a good one.
2: After the break, we'll play another game with Ricky and Denzel, and then we'll say hello to the first of today's two famous Sarahs, comedian Sarah Silverman. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
5: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com slash switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Progressive Insurance, where drivers who switch could save hundreds on car insurance. Get your quote at progressive.com today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates.
1: This is Ask Me Another NPR's Hour of Puzzles, Word Games, and Social Media Influencers. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with social media celebrities Ricky Thompson and Denzel Dion. Okay, Ricky, we love tabletop games, and you made one. Yes. Oh, my goodness.
3: Ah! <laughs> yes. What do you mean? <laughs> Ricky Thompson Edition. Yes. Rick, okay, yes, 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 so yes.
2: How, how does uh, what do you mean work?
3: Um, basically, you have a card that has a phrase or whatever that I've said, and then someone in that group or whatever has to use a picture of me to react to that meme. So whoever has the funniest reaction to that meme <laughs> wins the game. So, yeah. That's so, so Right, right, right. We're so so have a reaction picture, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh my gosh. I love it. Seeing my face in the box is really cute. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Right.
2: When they all came together, like a whole bunch of them in a huge box, and you just saw all of your face across, were you like, this is this is it. This is my oh. empire. Oh
3: my gosh. I literally, like, stared at it for a cute five minutes. It's like, <laughs> Wow. Wow. Like, my face is plastered everywhere. I know, waiting for
4: the lunchbox next to the doll. Yes, oh my goodness. I was
3: going to say. My action figure will be coming out very soon. I am, yes, yes. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I need it. I need it. <laughs>
2: Okay, so this game, it might be completely in your favor. I'm just going to yes. say. It. I don't know, Denzel, but this could yep. be. It's- hey, this is my game. Let's oh <laughs> play. Okay. Because this is a, you're going you're gonna to be competing against each other again. And this is a guessing game called Fake Memes. It's so simple. We're going to list three internet memes. Two are real, okay. documented on Know Your Meme. That's when they're documented. That's our source. Okay. And then one is fake. And you just tell us which one is fake. Okay. So, Denzel, this one's for you. Mm-hmm. Which of these cartoon images is not the subject of an online meme? Is it A, Arthur from the PBS cartoon clenching his fist? Is it B, Homer Simpson walking backwards into the bushes? Or is it C, Winnie the Pooh finally putting on a pair of pants?
4: Winnie the Pooh finally putting on a pair of pants. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that dude's never
1: wearing pants. Nobody
2: wants that. Nobody, Nobody. wants to
1: see him put on pants.
2: <laughs> 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 By the way, memes in an audio format is hilarious. Describing these
1: gifs, I know, hilarious. All right, Ricky, which of the following viral videos is made up? A, a recording of Ariana Grande concert that shows her ponytail flying off into the audience. B, a 2001 interview when Mariah Carey claims not to know Jennifer Lopez? Or C, actor Kiki Palmer takes a lie detector test and doesn't recognize who Dick Cheney is?
3: Oh, Miss Ariana Grande losing that ponytail. She will never lose that ponytail. <laughs>
1: totally,
2: <laughs> totally fake. I would love to see I, that. You know what? I of
3: my memes. I know my memes. <laughs>
2: Okay, I want that vi- I want a video of someone's ponytail flying so off I into the That I sounds so don't fun. To I me. feel like
1: she should s- she should set that up to happen in some show. I <laughs> think <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah. Be psyched.
2: <laughs> All right, Denzel, which of these superhero image macros is not real? A Batman slapping Robin across the face, B Spider-Man pointing at another Spider-Man, or C Captain America eating spaghetti and meatballs off of his own shield.
4: Um, Captain America. That's right. <laughs> Once again, that no, is right. Like, no. no, 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 no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. No, it's a good idea, though it is kind of good it to is, be a because, superhero that, yeah, that can
4: so check somebody. Like you can see, mm-hmm.
1: it would be a it would be a, a healthy plate of spaghetti and meatballs.
4: A lot of carbs. <laughs> he's,
1: gonna take, gonna take a, he's gonna take a big nap after. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Okay, Ricky, this is the last one. Which of these is not a reaction image that you'll find online? A. Selena Gomez crying. B. Tiffany Pollard, aka New York, sitting on a bed wearing sunglasses with her hands folded, or C. Guy Fieri winking at a quesadilla. Those oh, it's C for me. No, it's not.
4: It's not.
3: <laughs> Yeah, you were
4: correct. Did know, get out of here. Yes. You're so annoying. Oh, you're okay, really trying to break from
3: my downfall. I knew. I know my no, memes. Like I said. said. No, I did I not. not. I knew Cena Gomez, but I knew <laughs> Tiffany Palmer. Get out of here. I know my memes.
2: <laughs> you do know your I memes. Know my memes. You do know your memes. <laughs> ah, you did fantastic. Thank you so much. Your new podcast is called We Said What We Said, available exclusively on Spotify. Thank you, Ricky Thompson. Thank you, Denzel Dion. Thank you. (laughs) By the way, Ricky and Denzel have more than 7.5 million Instagram followers combined. You know what? We'd love for you to help us catch up. So take a break from doom scrolling and follow NPR Ask Me Another on Instagram. We're posting video clips and screen caps from our Zoom tapings. And you'll be able to check in on the current status of Jonathan Colton's beard.
1: Spoiler alert, it is extremely luxurious.
2: It's time to meet our first famous Sarah on today's show. She's a comic whose voice can be heard in Wreck-It Ralph and Bob's Burgers. She starred in the Sarah Silverman program on Comedy Central and hosts the new Sarah Silverman podcast. It's Sarah Silverman. Hello. Hello. I know that you are a gamer. Uh Uh-huh. What have you been playing?
6: Well, I'm really not a gamer. I just, when quarantine started, I was in New York City and I just had this instinct to go to GameStop and (laughs) and buy a console and say this would be the time to learn video games. Of course, I knew like Nintendo 64 from years ago, but this was a whole new thing. I had to, you know, um, get a whole new uh, muscle memory for (laughs) various myriad buttons and and things. And um, and I really just got into one game, Call of Duty uh, World War Two. But (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I just, you know, my 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 plan and I think it was a good one. You know, now I'm busy and life is taking hold but for those first 3 months, my plan was um I slept as late as I could. I played video games and I went to, uh, uh, to bed as early as possible. And
2: what kind of hours are we talking?
6: A lot of people have a 40-hour work week. I had a 40-hour waking week. <laughs>
1: yeah. Just keep the days moving. Keep them moving In my right defense,
6: through. I have a very, very uh, busy dream life and I have to be there a lot. <laughs> so, yeah.
2: so what are you saying? No more Call of Duty? You're done with it?
6: I haven't played it for a while, but okay. I do enjoy it. I like, um, gee, I don't know a nice way to say this and it sounds so terrible, but it is just pretend, but um, killing Nazis. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I especially yeah. loved stabbing. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs>
1: And are you, are you playing online with other people or are you just playing through the story? Are you squatting up with people and, and doing that sort of thing?
6: I actually, um, <laughs> I, I, my now boyfriend was the person that I played online with. Look at and, that. Uh, yeah, we, had a little, um, we knew each other a bit, but we had a, a Call of Duty online <laughs> gaming um, romance that turned like actually real.
1: <laughs> it's very romantic
6: it really was it was yeah. very you know well you know war brings people together
1: that's that's what they yeah, say yeah
6: that's wait right. is that what they say that can't possibly be what they say can it
1: John Lennon John Lennon said that right
6: yeah 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 I think that's what his bed in was about yeah <laughs> yeah
1: that's right
6: I've been having a a, a, a very underpublicized bed in myself yeah <laughs>
2: Um, you said you live in an apartment building. I, you know, in I find this just so fascinating because I think most people, when they picture a, a celebrity, they it, picture someone living in the lap of luxury. And I think it was a two thousand and seventeen, a Guardian interview that you revealed that your business manager had said once told you that you spent the least amount of money on clothes of all of, of any of his class. clients,
6: male or female.
2: <laughs> wow. <laughs> And, that, yeah. you, and, and you lived in a small apartment and that had a shared, like, uh, laundry facility, so... Yeah,
6: yeah. I like to live far below my means. Yeah. Not far below. <laughs> I'm living less and less below my means, to be But I always tell, that's always the advice I give people when they're like, what, you know, tell me, give me advice about, I like, keep your overhead low, you know? Right. And I just, like, I don't want more than one key, you know? Yeah. <laughs> So I just think, I don't know, you can't be a comedian and and be funny and, like, live a totally detached life where you don't, like, do errands and stuff.
2: Right, once all of the struggle is gone and you're completely out of touch yeah. with – Because you're supposed to be talking to every person, more or less. But,
6: I mean, listen, I would love to, like, uh, do a uh, – Neutrogena commercial. I just seem to be a little divisive for mainstream uh, commercials. But I would love... If you're out there, come on. My skin is my... My face is my fortune. Yes.
2: Yeah. Uh, But you have a new podcast. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The Sarah Silverman Podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, In the tradition of the Sarah Silverman program, titled The Sarah Silverman Podcast. I didn't
6: even think of it like that, except that I just... I am of the belief that um, whatever clever name you give it, people are just going to say, uh, oh, did you hear the, the Sarah Silverman podcast? <laughs> did you listen to Mark Marin? You know, you watch Samantha B. Watch- no one's saying, did uh, you see Last Week Tonight? <laughs> so I just skipped the middleman. Skip the, middle man. Skip to I, the I, chase. I, I like to think of myself as creative, but uh, a realist, you know. Extremely. A <laughs> dreamer, <extremely. Extremely. laughs> but a realist.
2: Uh, you know, you also wrote a great memoir, The Bedwetter, which mm-hmm. is now a musical or was slated to start performances this year. Obviously, uh, it is on hold.
6: They're sticking with it, you know, and and now it's moved to, like, June, but I can't imagine it won't be pushed again. (laughs) It'll happen when it happens. I just My dad just keeps saying, like, how much longer do I have to stay alive? You know, he's been waiting. It's been, like, an eight-year process. You know, it takes a long time to do a musical. Yeah. And he finally had his tickets and his flight, you know, so it's just. Oh, no. (laughs) Dad, you got to hold on a little longer. I mean, he's fine. He's not sick. (laughs) But he's, you know, 83, so he's just, like. He, he goes on this app that that calculates how much longer you're going to live. Like an oh, actuary? Geez. A fun oh, actuary? Come true, on, Dad. Yeah, he's like, "Gonna live six more years.
2: <laughs> oh, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> and, but You know, I find it also unique that your dad uh, basically tried to convince you to quit college. I think you were already doing stand-up and already good at it. And he was like, no, quit college so you can pursue this. Which I don't know of any other comic's parents. Who have said that to them? Yeah,
6: very rare. I was I went to NYU and I had a very small scholarship and my dad paid everything else. Mm-hmm. And um I went one year and then um I said I want to take a year off to just do stand-up. And he said, Okay. And then I was all ready to start my second year, although I I left the drama program. I wanted to do arts and sciences because I just wanted to learn stuff. You know, I felt yeah. like I could take acting classes outside of college, but to pay for college to take acting lessons seemed like, <laughs> I don't know, I wanted to learn, get information, you know. You're but, like, what um, else? What else do people know around here? <laughs> yeah, I was working from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. passing out flyers and then going to school, and I it was a lot and then doing stand up, you know. So, um he yeah, he called me and he said I, uh, you know, Listen, if you drop out of college, I'll pay your rent and utilities for the next three years as if it's your sophomore, junior, senior year.
1: Wow. And you that can is a great stand-up.
6: I go, yeah, okay. And I'll tell you what I did. I stole classes because they're just such big classes at NYU, <laughs> lecture classes. I just went to them. You know, I mean, I didn't need a diploma. I didn't need to get papers graded. So it was. You know, I suggest anyone to do that if they don't
2: have, you know, money for. You would just show your student ID for that one year and
6: go yeah, through. Yeah, or it? I'd use friends Like all my friends still were there, and they were psyched to not go to classes.
2: Well. <laughs> 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 you know, uh, I was reading too that you are a. Uh, you're not just a huge fan of Law and Order. You watch it. Before you go to bed as like, a, is that like a, your palate cleanser to like bring you off to
6: sleep nicely? I think it's, my guess is because it's wherever, you, you know, when you're a comic, you're on the road all the time, usually. And right. there's something about, like, I would bring this plaid blanket from Target that I love everywhere. <laughs> I'd squeeze it into a ball into my luggage. And then wherever I was, I'd put it on the bedspread and it felt like I was at one place. And then another thing like that is law and order. Wherever you are in the country, you can find a law and order marathon. So it just it, it's I think it was like it became my transitional object, you know, like my blanket or something. <laughs> yeah, like, You know, I can't fall asleep unless it's to the like dulcet tones of softcore murder, you know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Did you have a uh,
6: version that you liked the best? I watch it all. I watch them all. I watched Law and Order: LA as well. It was just one season. Very good. Corey Stoll, <laughs> Terrence Howard.
2: Yeah. Okay. All right. You know your stuff. So we we wrote a Law and Order quiz for you. Oh, I
6: hope uh, I do well.
2: So we and I know you just played a Law and Order quiz on your own podcast, and I'm just going to say that this is different.
6: Good, because my producer that picked those questions never doesn't know Law & Order and just went on to, like, Law & Order trivia, like, on IMDb. That's, like, impossible (laughs) to answer. It's, like, fun facts, you know?
2: (laughs) Yeah, this is far less obscure. And multiple choice.
6: And multiple choice. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I better do well. Here we go. All
2: right. What Law & Order franchise actor holds the distinction of playing the same character in the most consecutive seasons of any American
6: TV show? Is it? Oh, I know who it is. It's Olivia Benson, Mariska Hargitay.
2: Yes, you are correct. That is correct. She's appeared in twenty consecutive seasons of Law and Order.
6: Wow. It's like
2: all the fashions she wore in the beginning came back.
6: It's that's so true because when I'm watching old ones and I'm like, "Ooh, I love that." Cool. And like the makeup style and everything, even is like, yeah, and... it's like the pantsuits and the hair. Yeah, you're like, like oh. "Ooh, I miss the when she has a bold lip."
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: that's
1: right all right here's another one which character from law and order svu has appeared on at least 10 different scripted tv series including homicide life on the street unbreakable Kimmy schmidt
6: richard belzer
1: and arrested development you don't even need the multiple choice you are correct detective mm-hmm. munch richard belzer
6: i love him he was like the, the, the liberal conspiracy theorist of the group. Yeah,
2: that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. With the shaded glasses, so you're like, oh, I get it. I know why he uh, feels that way. <laughs> I get it.
1: All right, this is the last question. Which of these is not a real Law & Order spinoff? A, Law & Order LA, B, Law & Order UK, or C, Law & Order DC?
6: DC, not... No D.C. You, you are
2: correct. No D.C. Oh,
6: I love this trivia again. I wish we could do it all day. <laughs> killing it.
2: Yeah, L.A., you knew that. Uh, no. U.K. U.K. Yeah, I, was...
6: I, I started watching U.K. when it came out because I couldn't. I was so excited, and I I can't understand what they're saying at all. And so, <laughs> But I went back to it recently because I have watched a ton of British television, and it's not that I've gotten better at it, but now I have uh, the um, closed captioning on at all right. times, and I, right. I, can, I can watch
2: it. All right. I, I just have to say this. This is the joke. It's uh, the Law & Order UK was created, of course, by Spotted Dick Wolf. <laughs> 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 That's
1: pretty good. That's pretty good.
2: We will have more with Sarah Silverman after the break. Plus, we'll play a music parody game with actor Sarah Paulson and... If you thought American Horror Story was scary, good news, this won't be scary at all. I promise. I'm Ophira Eisberg, and this is Ask Me Another from NPR.
5: Support for NPR and the following message come from Betterment, an automated investing and savings app. CEO Sarah Levy shares why Betterment believes cash can be a strategic choice. There are times when the market is
6: volatile when customers are a little nervous about investing. We came to understand that there was an opportunity
5: to introduce cash as part of an investing strategy and to give back yields to the customer. Learn more about high yield cash accounts at betterment.com. Investing involves risk, performance not guaranteed, cash reserve offered through Betterment LLC and Betterment Securities. Betterment is not a bank.
0: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Bluehost. Try Bluehost Cloud, the hosting plan made for WordPress creators by WordPress experts. With 100% uptime, fast load times, and 24-7 support, your sites can handle high traffic spikes. Visit Bluehost.com.
5: This message comes from NPR sponsor, Shopify, the global commerce platform that helps you sell and show up exactly the way you want to. Customize your online store to your style. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash NPR.
1: This is NPR's Ask Me Another. I'm Jonathan Colton. Here's your host, Ophira Eisenberg.
2: Thanks, Jonathan. We're playing games with comedian Sarah Silverman. Sarah, are you ready for another game? Yes, (laughs) ma'am. This is called Is That a Kit Kat? Love. Uh, Delicious. One Mm -hmm. of my favorites.
6: Eat the ledges first, all around the sides, then go in for the wafers.
2: Can I just say, this Halloween,
1: I saw a child, not a child in my family, but a different Mm -hmm. child that I know, Mm -hmm. eat a Kit Kat without breaking it into individual wafers. She just unwrapped it and ate it like it was a sandwich. What a monster. That's
6: not how you do it. Well, like,
2: she didn't even do like the little typewriter thing where you kind no, of go like, no, she didn't break uh, it at all. That's She's what I like, do.
6: I go.
1: That's yeah. That's,
6: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. that's yeah. one of or one of two
1: appropriate ways to eat a Kit
6: Kat. Yeah. And like, you know, people like to freeze them and I'm I'm for freezing a lot of things. I like to freeze grapes. I like mm, to freeze licorice. Oh. And of course, a Charleston chew. Of course. But not a Kit Kat. You lose the chocolate feeling mm-hmm. you want it to be melty. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's true. You want it to be kind of melty. That's what it's bad
2: because then it sinks into the wafers a little bit. So the wafers are no longer dry. They are moist. Mm-hmm. It's a wrong, <laughs> bad use of moist, bad use of moist. Okay. So moist. So many countries have very cool Kit Kat flavors that are beyond just chocolate. So mm-hmm. I am going to give you a Kit Kat flavor. You are just going to say if it's real or if it's fake. Okay. And this is a speed round. So we're putting some amount of time on a clock. (laughs) Put a random amount of time on the clock. All right, here we go. From Canada, hazelnut. True. It is true. From Japan, grape.
6: I'm going to say it's true. It is true. From
2: Sweden, Swedish meatball. Fake news. That is fake. (laughs) From Argentina, dulce de leche.
6: Yeah, I bet. For sure,
2: yes. Sorry, that was fake, but Ooh. they should make it. They should they make, should
6: make it. it. Yeah, they, they should. Make should. It. That's absolutely reasonable.
2: From the United States, lemon. No
6: way.
2: Oh, that's real. From France, apricot brie. <laughs> I'm
6: going to say fake news.
2: That one's fake. <laughs> From Australia, raspberry rose and hibiscus.
6: I'm going to say that's true.
2: Oh, that is so true. From Germany, sauerkraut.
6: No way.
2: Yeah, no way. That was fake. (laughs) From Russia, vodka. No. No, it is not. You're right, fake. That was a thinker. And finally, from the UK, gin and tonic.
6: Yes. (laughs)
2: Yes! Really? Yeah. I'll I'll take your yes question mark as a yes exclamation mark. Yes! Do you have to be
6: over, uh, what,
2: 11 there? (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
6: that's right.
1: If
2: you can reach it, if you can reach it, you can have it. That's their uh, thing. (laughs) Uh, Sarah Silverman, you won, and then you won more. You're amazing. Thank you so much.
6: Thank you. What a joy. Thank you.
2: The Sarah Silverman podcast from Cast Media is available wherever podcasts are available. Now let's say hello to the second of two very famous Sarahs on today's show. She's an Emmy Award-winning actor from American Crime Story and American Horror Story, and now she's on American Trivia Story. Sarah Paulson, hello. Hi! You're obviously a regular fixture on Ryan Murphy's long-running TV anthology, American Horror Story. You've played 11 characters in eight seasons. And the rules, I mean, to... For me, to look at them, <laughs> I'm very scared of this stuff, so I don't mm. consume a lot of it. Do you like horror? Do you watch horror yourself? No, but see,
7: I had really young parents. My my parents were 21 and almost 23 um, when, when I was born, and so they wanted to watch what they wanted to watch, and so they did. And so I was a nine-year-old watching Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, begging my father to leave the door wide open while I fell asleep, you know, it just, and my sister would lie in yeah. the bed next to me and be like, Freddy's gonna get you, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, That's I'd be it. like, e-. yeah. Um, and so they watched all those scary movies because they really liked them and they were young and they wanted to. So I was certainly seeing them way before I should have. I, I, I'm a person right. who is scarce from my own shadow. So I, how I found myself working in this genre is really um, a kind of confounding Situation. Yeah, and some
2: of the—I mean—the your characters—they're unbelievably uh, doing gruesome things. Sure. Uh, so I don't know what goes through your mind when you are doing this stuff, uh, but. I I just wonder if it's, like, just kind of fun
7: and there's a detachment. I – if I were more talented, I think the answer would be yes. But I don't know how to do it without really – like, I don't know how to do – I don't know how to fake it. So if I'm hyperventilating – I'm hyperventilating, and that's just you know the consequence of my you know the 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 havoc I've wreaked on my health. I'm sure doing these shows because I think in season six or something, which was the cult uh, season, which was sort of dealing with the inauguration of uh, President Trump um, and that whole story. uh, My character was supposed to be completely undone by by all of this, and you know that was sort of easy for me to. Replicate to access, a degree, but yes. I access uh, in myself, yes. but also I was being chased by clowns and it was like, but there's really an actor with a clown head on, you know, with a knife in his hand chasing me. And I don't know how to not run screaming from that. And I, and I don't know how to do it in a, in a way where then I stop and go. Okay, so um, one second meal, I just – I don't know how to do it. I'm in the corner like, okay, could you just give me a minute? I just need a second. You know, it's just like, wow, lady, you've got to find a way to do this without torturing yourself. I don't think acting is supposed to be torturous, but, you know, I don't know how to – I don't know how to fake it. That's the truth about so,
2: me. But what do you do in between – takes when they're like all right cat and you still have to do Sob it again and, and ask for my blood. mother
7: I don't know it's a lot of like you know it's a it's a lot of um it's really it does it really does beg the question like am I sane because why would you put yourself in this you know position again and again and again you know but I do people seem to really love it and I kind of love oh, how very effective yeah those fans really it's kind of wild to to have people that are so devoted that way
2: and I have to say the internet loves it because you get these lines on American <laughs> Horror Story that are so outrageous. And one that comes to mind is from Apocalypse, where I'm just going to take out the, the curse word. But you basically say, like, uh, I am the supreme.
7: Yeah. Yeah. Right, and I am which the bleeping seems, supreme. The bleeping supreme. No, the bleaping supreme. Yeah.
2: So ripe for you know internet memes and gifts oh, yeah. and you know when you when you see these. Lines on the script, or are you like? Oh yeah, the internet is just gonna gobble
7: this up. I I thought they might be excited about that one because that was a reprisal of a character I played that was very beloved by the fans from season three in Coven. So, and and that witch did not start out the most powerful witch. I became the most powerful witch by the end of the season. So then when yeah. I you know returned to that character, people were so excited to see how Cordelia had become the most powerful witch of all.
0: So um <laughs> so
7: so I knew they were gonna like that. But I have a bunch of you know there's the I'm tough but I'm no No cookie, because somebody calls me a cookie and I say, I'm tough, but I'm no cookie. The only time it gets supremely weird is when you go to some of these fan events and they, you know, fans will roll up their arm and they'll show you a tattoo of the phrase Or they will ask you to sign that phrase on a piece of paper and you will see them later at a fan event and they have tattooed that exact, your handwriting on their body. (laughs) Uh And it's just a lot of dedication. I'm grateful for them, but wow. (laughs) And I'm
2: sure you've also been like, I have to be really careful that I'm spelling this all correctly
7: in my head. No, I am am the worst speller. I am a terrible (laughs) speller. (laughs) (laughs) I had a job uh, at Circles Pizza in Brooklyn. Circles Pizza up there on 15th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sure. Oh. I worked there and I think I worked there for an afternoon because I got a phone call for an online, like an order to be delivered. And they asked uh, me to spell chicken parmesan and I couldn't, I didn't know how to spell parmesan. And I panicked. I mean, never occurred to me I could write chicken parm. I just didn't have the skill. And I remember calling my mother and saying, how do you spell parmesan? Like it just was too, too horrible for me. I'm a bad speller. I'm a bad (laughs) speller now. I've always been a bad speller. When I watch those spelling bee movies and things, I'm like, wow, these kids are so amazing.
2: But, you know, can all those good spellers act? Maybe you can ask yourself. You
7: know, this is a very good point you make. (laughs) I like this point. (laughs) I like this point a lot. (laughs) Uh, And in your new Hulu film
2: called Run, you play the single parent of a chronically unwell uh, 17-year-old girl, and as the girl inches towards her 18th birthday, she begins to get a sense that maybe she isn't as sick as her mother makes her out to be.
7: Yeah, I found myself in another...
2: Genre, story, yeah. Yeah,
7: it, it reminds me,
2: uh, maybe it does you too, I'm not sure. It reminds me a little bit of Kathy Bates's character in Misery. Yeah. And you two have been on the We worked together set. on American Horror
7: Story for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, I even got to direct her in an episode where she was just the most uh, game, delicious, wonderful comrade in arms. Our- she was wonderful. She was just so great. Did you talk about your relationship to the genre of horror? We didn't. It's so funny. Yeah. We didn't. Because sometimes, you know, when you're doing the thing, you don't have that perspective. It's like living in New York and not going to see the Statue of Liberty because you live there. It's like it's right. just not what you're going to do. And then do. someone
2: comes to town and you're and like, "Oh, no, like, I've been Statue here before. Of no, no, no. Your- <laughs> uh, so, And now you are, you are the face of Netflix's most watched original series of 2020 mm. for your role as Nurse Ratched. Uh, which is the origin story of of one of the most famous villains in novel and film from One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Uh, First of all, when you are the most watched series for
7: Netflix, do they send you like a fruit basket? Do you get a plaque? Anything? I didn't didn't get a plaque and I didn't get a basket either. So anybody listening to this working at Netflix, you might want to send me a goodie bag. Just a little goodie bag. I mean, one could argue that the gift they've given me is, you know, being on money. a show that's successful in money. <laughs> <Sure>. Exactly. <laughs> sure. They paid me to do the gig. So I guess right. they don't really owe me a plaque, although I'm not a, I am not—I don't object to it. Give me a plaque any day. I'll
2: take it. And, and you were also not only the star of this, but the executive producer. And you have a general rule, I'll say, where you don't like to watch the final product of what you're in. But you
7: had to break that rule for this series.
2: Because you were an executive producer?
7: Yes, because I was an yeah. executive producer. Because I felt it would be really unfair of me to start shouting about what I felt I thought should be different or other, <laughs> having never seen it. So I thought, that's not <laughs> that's not going to work for this. So I'm going to have to watch it. It's just, I don't know, looking at one's own face, plus looking at one's own face while you're talking or emoting or... Just standing there, and everything looks like it's melting to me. I just look like a melting candlestick with a voice box. It's just not a, its not a great experience. It's like listening to your sound of your voice. on. Well, you guys probably oh, have to yeah. do this all the time. Do you enjoy oh, yeah. listening and now with, to your voice on the radio?
1: No. no if, it, I, if I'm in the car and the show comes on, I turn it off right,
7: right.
2: away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sarah, we know that you love music. I do. So guess what? Jonathan Uh-oh. Colton is going to sing you. Some clues in your game. Are you ready for an ask me another challenge? I am.
7: A- I am ready for an ask me another challenge.
2: I'm scared. All right. I feel frightened. Don't no, be scared. No, 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 no.
3: Uh,
1: so what we've done is we took classic '90s R and B songs and we changed the lyrics to make them about other things that have two initials with an ampersand between them. So my brain example, is already.
7: My brain is already like, what? <laughs> We're here for R and B.
1: Right. Eminem's candy. R and D for research and development, A and P supermarkets. These are yep. all examples of. What okay, the answers
7: might thanks, be. thanks for the help there.
1: Sure. All you have to <laughs> do is tell me.
7: All you have to do is
1: tell me the thing I'm singing about, or you can tell me uh, the name of the song that I'm parodying, or the artist who made it
7: famous. Great. Oh okay. God, please don't fail. Here's the first one. Okay.
1: Storage wars. Storage wars. I've been watching hoarders, also law and orders. I never go outdoors. Parking wars, parking wars. It is my intention to watch intervention. Cable net, I'm yours.
7: Okay, well, that's A&E. That's correct, a Okay, and um, say my name, say my name.
1: That's right. Yeah. Destiny's Child. That is
7: Destiny's perfect. Child. Okay. I mean, I get one. So now, no matter what, we're just we're all, we can only go That's downhill it. from here. But it's possible I could That's do right. something. We'll see. <laughs> all
3: right. Here's another one.
7: Okay. Maybe we should
1: have stayed at a hotel. Morning meals not swell. There's no privacy. Floral wallpaper
7: and the hosts are weird. A B and B. A B and and breakfast,
1: That's B&B. correct. Yeah. You
7: and it's, it. uh, I'll make love to you.
1: No, I'll it's, make it's, love to you. <laughs> it's the same. It's the same. Uh, it's the same band.
7: So it's boys to the men. Boys it's to boys, the men. I just said. Boys to the It's boys to the men. <laughs> it's boys to the men. <laughs> boys to
1: men. That's end of the road. That's right.
7: You're very good at this, Jonathan Colton.
1: Oh, fa- thank you very much. Thank you. You're
7: welcome. Fun.
1: Yeah, we're just a fast, fast fashion store mainstay. Operate worldwide, straight from the runway. Way, way cheaper clothes don't last through the year. But we're at the mall where you're shopping anyway.
7: H&M. H&M yeah. is correct.
1: And do you know the song? Nope. It was <laughs> "Fantasy" by Mariah Carey.
7: Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet fantasy. Uh huh. That's what That's it was. The one. Yeah. All
1: right. Here's the next one. Okay. Is it my turn? Is it your turn? Sometimes I'm lawful evil. Right now, chaotic neutral. The DM says so. I could really use a wizard. Tell me, would you be that wizard?
7: So Dungeons and Drag D and
1: D. Yeah. D and D. D and D.
7: And um, who was it?
1: It was Aaliyah.
7: Aaliyah. Aaliyah. It's called
1: Are You That Somebody? All right, this is the last one. Okay, hit me. Don't go drinking orange pop. Don't drink Coca-Cola, Dr. Pepper, or Fanta. Have a drink that tastes like sarsaparilla or sassafras. This mascot is a bear with no.
7: I think I have this one totally. It's Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls. Yes. Um, And it's it's A&W Root Beer. That is correct. Right? Yeah. TLC, you got it. TLC. Well done. So doesn't it sort of mean I won? I just need to win. It
1: absolutely means you won. (laughs) Oh, man. I love
7: to win. I love it. I love it. I like to know I beat them all. That's right. That's right. Uh, amazing.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you. I'll come back. That yeah. great. Come on. Anytime. Anytime. See you anytime. tomorrow. Yeah, See thank you, tomorrow. Tomorrow. you so much, Sarah Paulson. <laughs> thank
7: you. <laughs> thank
2: you guys
7: so much. I appreciate it.
2: Sarah stars in Ratchet on Netflix and in the Hulu film Run. Well, we're fresh out of Sarah's, so that's our show. Ask Me Another's house musician is Jonathan Colton. Hey, my name
1: anagrams to Vow Jolt to Cannon.
2: Our puzzles were written by our staff, along with senior writers Eric Feinstein, Andrew Kane, and Karen Lurie, with additional material by Kara Weinberger. Ask Me Another is produced by Travis Larchuk, Nancy Sachow, James Sparber, Rimmel Wood, and our intern, Sam Yellowhorse Kessler. Our senior supervising producer is Rachel Neal, and our boss's bosses are Steve Nelson and Anya Grundman. Thanks to our production partner, WNYC. And before we go, we want to raise a potent potable and express our appreciation for the great Canadian, Alex Trebek. Every time someone on our show answers in the form of a question, we think of you, Alex. Thank you for everything. I'm Horite Begonias.
1: Ophira Eisenberg.
2: And this was Ask Me Another from NPR. Hey, you're still listening. Fantastic. So since you're still here, why not pop over to Apple Podcasts and write us a review We'd love to hear from you, and it also helps others find out about our show. For information about new episodes, bonus videos, and more, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks! Next week on Ask Me Another, we'll talk to Rachel Bloom, creator and star of The CW's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. She's a huge fan of Disneyland and science fiction author Ray Bradbury. So we're going to play a game where we've re-themed theme park rides to make them about his books. Plus, we'll get closer to our goal of playing games on all seven continents as late-night writer Karen Chi joins us from South Korea. So join me on Ask Me
5: Another, the answer to life's funnier questions. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Acorn TV. Acorn TV is brilliant television told brilliantly. From charmingly cozy mysteries to daringly dark dramas. Visit acorn.tv for a 30-day free trial with promo code NPR. Acorn TV. Brilliant. This message comes from NPR sponsor, the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited 2X miles on every purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5X miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. In this country, some truths aren't self-evident. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, a collection of stories as wide-ranging and real as the people who tell them, we celebrate the Black experience for all its soul and richness. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get podcasts.